Welcome to the On Intimacy podcast. For one of life's most important topics, authentic intimacy in sex, love, dating and relationships. Visit onintimacy.com for resources, courses, coaching tips and more. On with today's show. Season 1, Episode 5, Getting Real About Love. I'm talking with Renee Piani, 23 years of experience in the dating and coaching world, helping people who are ready to get back in the game and open their hearts to find love again. Today we're looking at choosing and attracting a life partner and the challenges that women face doing that. Uh, We'll look at some key abilities a woman can cultivate to overcome those challenges. And in part two, we'll look deeper at the strategies for how to develop those abilities. So to get us started, Renee, can we go through some of the challenges that a woman faces with choosing and attracting a life partner? Well, I can honestly say after working with 500,000 singles or more over all these years that I've been teaching, I see that the challenges that women have, number one, is they have a fairy tale in their mind about what is supposed to happen. So they need to get real. I wrote a book called Get Real About Love so that women could get realistic, men and women, frankly, about um, where they learned about love to begin with. So it's very important for us to look at our role models and also that's one of the biggest obstacles. If we haven't had anybody to follow, and, in, and, and I live in Hollywood. I live in Los Angeles, and I see all the Hollywood stuff, and I work with a lot of stars. And everybody's striving for this fast, quick love. Like they see it happen in the movies, and they think that they're just going to meet someone, and it's magically going to happen. And women don't slow down. So that's the number one obstacle is the role model and then slowing down to really evaluate who you really are and what kind of love you want as a love designer. I say, how do you want to design your life, right? Mm -hmm. So um, right now in the world, the pace is fast. Everyone is on their phones. Everyone's busy and lonely. Um, And depending on um, where you live, some of the obstacles are loneliness because you work a lot and then you're in transit to go from work to home. And there's no spaces in between to connect with people. So those are some of the biggest obstacles. And then the fourth obstacle would be broken hearts. I find women get hurt young and the walls get built up and the belief systems are so strong about love or not finding love or possibly the disappointment of love in in the past um, has you guarded so you're not putting out open signals energetically to, to finding somebody because men get scared just like we do and they need those signals. So those are the five main things that I think women do that stop them from finding love. Awesome. So the phrase getting real about love really jumps out to me on your website. Can you tell us what is the getting real bit? about that we understand maybe what we want what love is but why do you say that people need to actually get real about finding love i think that people sometimes have unrealistic expectations about love and i don't think that they're honest with each other about phases of love that we're in and when people are dating um after watching so many people meet at my events and and people calling me for coaching for the last 20 some years I see that they're not being honest with themselves about who they actually are being when they're dating or when they're going out. So 
when I talk about the breakdown, I say that people are either breaking up from, they're either separating from a relationship or they're, you know, looking, they're searching for one or they're in pain about something or they're studying. Like there's all these different phases of life that people are in. So when I say get real, I'm talking about being honest with yourself and being honest with the people that you're you're seeking or that you meet so that you can be honest to see if you're in the same place at the same time. So a lot of times people will say, well, right now I'm very busy, but soon I'm going to meet someone. Or And they, they always have love and put love in, in their future, not in the now. And I see that. So it's get real with yourself. Are you, people always say, oh, men are uncommittal. Women will say to me, all oh, these men, they're all uncommittal. And they don't want to commit and, and they're, they're all players. And, and then I say, well, let's get real about you. You know, if you have a half guarded heart, maybe you're not being really honest that you're really ready. Right. So let's all get real about everything. So I make people go through a step by step process in my work to open their hearts to see, wow, let me take a look at myself. It isn't about blaming men. It isn't about and it is about understanding the way they're wired as well. And I have a whole course on that as well. So I teach women and men the step-by-step phases so that they're honest with their heart. Because it's really about the heart. It's about having an open heart and being honest. Do you even have an open heart? Do you even believe in love? You know, the real, the kind of love. And, and what does that look like for you? So it's making you get real. I don't know. I, I don't know if this is a slightly difficult question or not. But how does a woman or anyone know when they're being more honest with themselves about what they want in love or or what they need or who they are? How do they know that they're actually making that kind of progress? Well, when a person commits to doing, they have to vow to themselves first to be honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, there's a certain sense of peace about it, right? There's like a you're like, because I don't, I don't know about you. Even when I, I mean, people always see me and they go, oh my God, your life. I mean, I'm married to an amazing man. I, you know, I have a beautiful home and a dog and all that. But before when I was single, I used to look the part of having everything all together. And I think all women have this and all men, frankly. And we, we have behind us our inner voice, the inner child of us. And it's hard to integrate those parts, right? So as you're, as, you, as you're honest with yourself and you're getting real, you feel a sense of peace about it because you're being honest with yourself. And I always say, as you're going through a process of healing in, in any type of education, as you're looking at yourself to write things down so you can see where you were and where you are in the future, right? So when I went back and read my 20, I have probably, I used to write in journals since I was a little girl. So I have my Holly Hobby journal from when I was young, right? And then as the years went on, I used to always write about all the boys I liked and the things that happened. So I have actually a record of all these years of my heartbreaks. And inside of those writings, even as a young girl, I knew that part of me wasn't being honest with myself. So once you're real with yourself, you feel it in your heart. You know that you're being honest. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to show you these. These are the vowels. When you buy my book, you have to sign these vows, <laughs> right? To your end, I give you a heart. So here's the it's a little heart to remind you that you are. It's a purple heart that you have to take care of your own heart, right? So by vowing and committing to yourself, you're not 
you're not basically what people are doing and as you learn you'll learn as you're working with all these singles is that we're not being honest with ourselves so I realized and I realized that hundreds and hundreds of clients when they would complain about not being able to attract someone that was available that it really was part of them that was not available and they keep blaming everyone else so as you get to know yourself then you get to be more gentle with yourself and you feel more in control so that's how you know that it's working you feel like wow I'm I'm really taking care of myself. I'm looking at myself and not putting the energy out that it's someone else's thing about me or my mom's fault or my grandmother or or the critical teacher or whatever. It's you that has to manage those things that you've learned and then you feel empowered. So that's when women when women work with me or men work with me, they say, "Oh my god, all of a sudden I feel like I'm back in control of my heart and I'm not letting everybody else run my life by how my I let myself be treated. That's excellent. So so again I don't know if, if this is another jump, but I'm I'm wondering what the beliefs are that a person has to have or a woman has to have underlying that experience. It's all based on loving yourself first and you hear that all the time. Right. My mom always say, We well, have to love yourself first before you can find somebody to love you, right? right? I always say the way you love yourself is the way you're going to get treated. So if you're hard on yourself how much of you believes in love, right, for yourself? How much do you believe that you're worth loving? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say 50-50, 70-30. I'm, like, shocked. Some people that you would imagine, beautiful women, attractive women, there's a part of them that doesn't believe. So they have these separate parts. And until your parts are merged together going in one direction, you're always fighting yourself, right? So that's what I help people to do. But when you have the beliefs that's why it's so important to write them down because they're unconscious. I mean, even in my book, I have, this is the book, by the way, I'm so excited about it. It's called <laughs> Get Real About Love, and it is on Amazon. But the beliefs that some people have are like, oh, well, men only go for women that are this age, or you know, men are all pigs, or they have these really strong beliefs. So sometimes they're even unconscious. So whenever I'm out, I even hear women talking in coffee shops or at lunch. I'm always hearing, you always hear women. We're usually talking about love, we're talking about work, but mainly we're talking about men. Over lunch, over dinner, in the coffee line, he called, he didn't text, he didn't do this, he didn't do that. And a lot of it, and they get all weird and nervous, and you can see almost a little girl standing there, a woman that's a little girl in a business suit standing there, like, I just don't know when he's going to call. And I'm like, just calm down. You know, you're a gift. You need to believe that you're a gift. You need to see the good uh, and stop comparing yourselves to other women, you know. And I'm I'm an attractive woman, but I live in the land of beauty. This is a place where the women look like you know, Victoria's Secret models, and I'm married to a very gorgeous man, and if I didn't have my confidence on, and I didn't have my heart light on, and I didn't, and I was getting break down all the things that I think, oh God, this, this isn't as tight as it used to be, or my buns aren't hot anymore. Women are so critical of themselves. It's Mm. like, this is the body you've been given. This Mm -hmm. is the heart you've been given. This is the hair, the face. Let's accentuate your beauty, the beauty that's in every woman. And look at the things that you appreciate about your body, your, your breasts, your hips, your whatever it might be. Every woman has something. But most of these women, that, especially here, they're comparing themselves to like 
models that are in magazines that don't even really look like those people when you see them in person. Because I work with a lot of celebrities. I yeah. I do red carpets. I'm always I'm interviewing people all the time. And they're just real people. They're not any different than any of us. So it's all about loving yourself and caring and taking care of yourself. Because as you do that, you're going to end up attracting men that are going to treat you the way you're treating yourself. So I always ask, how hard are you on yourself? And that's where it takes, it takes time and energy and work to unwind those beliefs and reprogram your unconscious and subconscious mind. And as a hypnotherapist and practitioner of different modalities of healing, that's what I use depending on the level of, I guess, the level of consciousness of the client. You know, people mm. don't want to hear too woo-woo stuff, but at the same time, they need somebody to snap them out of it. Just come on, let's get real about this and and accentuate the positive and then change the way you're thinking over time. And it does it does take time. What are the positive beliefs about men that they can actually cultivate and develop? But you mentioned a lot of women will say that men are pigs, right? Or that kind of an attitude about men. But what when when a woman is in the in the flow or, or the, the ability of attracting a life partner, what is it that she actually believes about men? Well, first of all, she has to know who she is and the kind of partner that she's looking for. And I did all this work in this book, but there's a check that's really important. Um, as you get to know yourself and do a study of your own heart and get to know your true values, then you start to think, well, if I'm this great then I know that there's going to be somebody that's equal to me. And I used to say that to my friends. But if you have languaging that is always men, oh, I, I can't seem to find a man to commit, everything that you're thinking, that's why it's so important to do writing. When you're, when you're writing something and you see a negative in it, then you flip it to the positive. So I have a chapter in here about the new language of love, like your thoughts, your prayers, your meditations, your practices, which are really important to do, and I may be skipping ahead, all have to align with what you're looking for. So when you're out with a bunch of girls that are complaining about how horrible the men are, you can say, well, how about if we start to focus on great men that would be interested in me and that I'm open, I am a magnet for amazing men or I'm a magnet for a man that wants true love and I really believe that I deserve true love instead of, oh, it's so hard to meet men. They're so all jerks. That's 80% of the conversation, girls. I mean, that's 80% of what I hear every day when I'm out in the gym, when I'm anywhere. And people always go, you are like a magnetic force for people. And I said, it's because I'm nice. I give out the, the, the type of love that I want to receive. And you have to realize that when you wake up in the morning, if you've had a sad experience, you can't let that one person or the two or three guys in your life who might have done some crazy things to hurt you or left you or you out of expectations or whatever to be all men in the world. There's amazing men all over the world. I've met them. I did interviews with them. Like yourself, I went all over the country and I've traveled to other countries myself and I work in other countries and with people all over the world. 
These people all have the same racket going in their mind about themselves. So it's a language of love that you have to practice on a daily basis. And I'll, I'll read a few of them in here. It's mm -hmm. the everything that comes out of your mouth. It's not only the way the way you say it. It's the tone and the belief behind it. And sometimes it's hard to do when you've been hurt. And if you do ever get a chance to read Get Real About Love, I was hurt a lot. I had infidelity weaved into five generations of my family. And when I do a look at a client in an evaluation, I can usually find out that you learn these from somewhere, the crappy things that you've been saying. So these are a few that you might want to add. Like, I'm embarking on a whole new plan. Something great is coming my way. I treat myself the way I want to be treated in all of my relationships. Like this goes to this these philosophies of getting real have to do with friends and business. It has to do with all parts of your life, right? So you need to take a look at how you're coming across everywhere. But I know there are great partners out there and I'm magnetizing my match. I'm changing how I communicate about myself, love and relationships. And there's pages of these, right? I'm on the most I am in the most re amazing relationship with myself and all as well. So these are just like five of like 50 or 60 plus meditations and visualizations and all sorts of practices to get you to think about what would it really be like to be in love rather than knowing how horrible it is to be hurt because we can make that into a big monster in the room and then that holds up that builds the walls but then create the fortresses that create the tunnels that no man can get through. These guys don't like, they don't like tests. They don't like having to jump over mountains and horses and, you know, heartbreaks. And, and you know, some guys like it, but most guys want joy. They want somebody that's happy, right? And we want a happy man. So the happier you become, the more real you are with your heart and your expression of your heart. And energetically putting out that open vibe, right? Most women are like this at my events. I have to have this and this and this and this and this. And I said, really? I said, are you all of those things? Are you, he has to be rich and he has to have this and he has to have this, this and this. And I said, well, have you taken a look at the woman in the mirror? Are you all of those things? So really, it's really up to us to become that. First, and sometimes it gets it, it is heartbreaking when you've had a heartbreak. So that's why when you introduced me, you said I help people get back in the game. I help them get their heart back in, in order. And I'm here to help them get real about who they are and the men they're dating. And if you're a woman that's sexy and a little kitten and a little woo-woo and you put out all the sexual energy and you keep getting bad boys over and over and then you wonder why you're alone, don't do what I did. I used to do that. I used to attract unavailable people. But when I really looked at it, it was me that was really hurt. And I was unavailable because I had gotten hurt. So you have to heal those wounds, and that takes time. And that's my specialty is heart healing. You know, heart healing is the key. Being honest is the key. And really taking yourself into your own arms and saying, I'm not letting anybody going to take, I'm not going to let anybody hurt you because I'm going to love you the way you would want to be loved by someone outside of you. And then when you do that, your friends change, your life changes, your family gets all weirded out because they don't know why all of a sudden you're all sweet because you've been always sulking. And it always happens right around the holidays. It's Thanksgiving. People are going to go home. 
And the parents, why are you alone? You're still alone. It happens to men too. Stephen, you don't have a girlfriend. What's the matter with you? You're a, you know, you're a loser. I used to be beat up in my family because I was the only one not married. And I finally took a stand for myself. So it's, it's time for you to take a stand for your heart by looking at yourself and get real. I find a lot of women expect a relationship to make them happy. Yeah. How much truth is there in that? Well, let me just tell you something. I, you know, I, I am a master at meeting people. Um, I was very happy when I met my husband, and now I've been with my husband 13 years, and he does make me very happy. But no matter whether you're married, you're in a relationship, your friendships, it's all about communication and learning that you have to have your own life going on, and he has his own life going on, and how do you complement and enhance each other's lives together to then make this amazing lifestyle that makes it magical, but he is not my source. A man is not your source of happiness. He enlightens your life. He enhances and supports your life. And my husband is probably, I mean, when I wish he could come down so you could meet him. He's, he's absolutely amazing. Here's this picture. Here's our wedding picture. I always have this here. Um, this is my wedding picture. Um, I was in my 40s, ladies, hello, 40s, when I got married. And my father um, used to say, we never thought that this was going to happen. <laughs> um, because I was a very independent woman. And sometimes that independence scares men away. Mm -hmm. They have to know that there's a place for them to be needed in, in the relationship. And I have to say, as a workaholic, a wonder woman myself, um, when I met men, they used to say to me later, um, when I did an examination of myself, uh, was that I seemed always to be so self-sufficient that they didn't feel needed or wanted, um, when they dated me or that I was too busy for love. So I literally am telling my whole story of how I found love in my book so that I can wake women up. Because you keep thinking, come here, my little doggy, he's even uh, wanting love right now. Sometimes men do need love when we don't want to give it to them. <laughs> even doggies. Come here, buddy. Come on up. Come on up. Well, anyway, girls, if you want to meet men, you got to get a dog. The other thing that I can say is visioning about how you want to be loved and really know yourself and what makes you happy um, when you are with a partner. And this goes for your girlfriends and your family and Letting people know, you know, that hurt my feelings when you say this. And, you know, the other day when we were together and I had told you that this was really important to me and you forgot, that hurt my feelings. And love is just really a, a great avenue to learn about yourself. I mean, being married, I've learned so much about myself and I've learned how family and love are the most important thing in this world as far as I'm concerned. So when you're choosing a partner, you want to take it slow. You want to slow down so that you can find real love from the inside. And then it comes from the outside. Super. So, <laughs> Buddy agrees. So, Buddy agrees. Yeah. So we've covered, okay. we've covered a lot and we've looked at a lot of strategies and techniques already. But let's, let's move over to part two so that we really draw out some of the tips, some of the recommendations that will help women to develop what we've been discussing. So 
choosing and attracting the life partner and getting real about love, the strategies and techniques that women can use to do all of that? Well, gosh, there's so many. Um, one is taking a look at, I don't know if, at your patterns, your life daily, day-to-day patterns. People tend to do the same things over and over, men and women. And men need green light signals. So you have to go to places that are new each week. Um, I am a master at flirting. I love to teach flirting classes because men need at least three green light signals to let them know that it's safe to approach uh, them. And women are like this. They're like, well, I'm not going to. He's got to come up to me. And I said, men will come up to you if they feel safe. So watch your body language, um, you know, smile, use eye-to-eye contact, and, and try to, you know, if you can, take a flirting class because it's very important for you to learn the way you stand, the way you walk by, just the amount of time that you look at a man. It, it's very, very important. So those are some. Uh, the other is to look at yourself, how you're marketing and branding yourself online, okay? okay. Everybody's looking at everybody's everything. And I just worked with a client last week, a very professional businesswoman. Her pictures were very slutty um, on one of her platforms. And then you go on her LinkedIn, and she looks like a little press on the LinkedIn. So I was like, you're not congruent in your message about the kind of man. Then I went on to her online profile and it was very bold and very masculine. The words were like a guy. Um, not, no romance, no affection. It was just very, um, it was like a business deal. Like, let's close this thing. You know, like it was like the, 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 the words were masculine. The energy was masculine. So I switched it around that she was a one-man woman a one woman, you know, a one a man woman and that she was looking for sacred partnership and that she loves to, you know, cook and spoil a man and making pictures in the man's mind that he would be nurtured by her rather than beat up and competitive because she's a very competitive athletic woman. But she's also a little softy under she went from having no matches to hundreds of matches within days and she's overwhelmed with dates now, you know. So the other thing is to really start to act as if the love of your life were coming in 30 days. You know, what would you be doing? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and to really kind of get into the zone of that. And um, when I started to do that, I really, I really started to think, what would I be like as a wife? You know, there's a difference between being a girlfriend and a life partner or a wife. Um And I really had to see some of my own selfish ways, you know, and how I had been set in stone in my habits and open up to being more, you know, malleable and plowable, you know, like pliable so that I could just, just pliable so that I move with the energy of the relationship. And that is one of the most difficult things for most of these busy women to do. And they are pissed that men don't get it. Okay. We lead men with our love and our voice and our timing and it's an art it's an art that I have mastered and um, it's something that I think younger women have not learned and they're in a rush and they're always they're, they're, their attention span is about this long even when I'm coaching people I'm like I'm like turn off your phone you know sit right here with me and let's do this and you're they're like this oh I will put about up and they can't even they're not mm-hmm. present 
You're not present, even with yourself, right? So when you meet someone, you know, and it doesn't just look at, I mean, multiple, you should be doing multiple avenues of dating, not just your friends setting you up, not going to a Christmas party and thinking, oh, I'm going to go get dressed up. Anywhere you go is an opportunity to meet somebody. Mm-hmm. So you have got to act like now, today, that you already have a man in your life, that you're already happy, that you're already there. You're already there. And I, I have all these techniques in my book. I can't give them all away. Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, you should go and order it. It's $20, you know, and if you order it from me, I'll sign it and send you the heart and the vows. Or if you aren't on Amazon, just get a hold of me. But you are in control of your love life. And it's up to you to take action. And most people, the holidays are the best time of the year to meet people. There are parties happening. I'm having a big holiday toy drive if you live in Los Angeles and you get to see this. And it's a great place to meet people. I'm getting collecting toys for homeless kids. And there's all these singles. Everybody's dressed up. But everywhere you go, ask the host of out, be in the kitchen where all the action is. I'm Italian. Everything happens in the kitchen, you know. <laughs> so be you know, go up to people that you don't even know. And this is another one. Don't be mean to men that you're not attracted to because all the other guys in the room at the party are watching how you treat every person. Just like you, you go to, I go to a party. This is what I do when I go into a party and I would advise all of you do this. Everybody does it. You go into the party and you're looking around, right? You're scanning for the energy. Woo, you know, like who's the cutest guy here? Who's the nicest person here? I always go for the most fun people. I like fun. I like to have fun. So go for the fun. Don't go to meet a guy. Go for fun. Mm-hmm. Be fun, you know. Go to be of service to the hostess. Go volunteer at a singles event, you know. Yeah, there's going to be weird people everywhere you go. There's going to be nerdy guys, and there's going to be guys that think you're the hottest thing on earth, and they're going to compliment and you're going to look at them with a look of disgust because you think you're better than them. Don't do that. Be nice and kind and give love to every person. They all they deserve their chance to talk to you. They deserve a hello and how are you and you look handsome tonight. You know, Compliment people. Be kind. Learn how to flirt. I call it my flirting with life technique. It's about being that love everywhere you go. And a man that sees you being that way, if he's that way, he's going to be magnetized to you. Instead of you being like this, one of the bitchy women in the room, one of the impossible to please nightmare from hells that I, I work with a lot of these women and I'm like, I'm sorry, you want, you want me to coach you? I'm going to be honest with you. They go, I just don't know what it is. And I go, well, you're a bitch. You're kind of a bitch. And they're like, no one's ever had enough guts to tell me that. I said, well, that's why you pay me the money that you pay me is because I want to tell you, you remind me of all these bitchy women that I see that are 40 and 50. I was at a party this last week. This woman came up to me. She's 62 years old. She's very cute. And I've seen her for years and years. And she goes, I've been wanting to come to one of your events, but I, my standards are higher than ever. This is what she just said to me the other night. I have to have this, 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 this. And I'm looking at her and I'm thinking, you're 62 now. And yeah, you can find somebody because she's in great shape. I said, you're beautiful. You have a great smile. You have a great body. You have, you know, you got the look and the whole thing. But your attitude is wrong. You think that you're all up here and that all men are here. Why don't you just give men a chance? They're probably scared to death of you because you have this big wall of 
fire around you and they're never going to come. I'm telling you. And she goes, I know. I haven't met anybody in four years. I said, so how's your, your list working for you? Not. It's not. So take off all the shackles and go out and put on a holiday dress that you always say, oh, I can't wear that because I've been saving that for when I meet my husband. Wear the damn dress now, right? Wear it now. Wear, go out like, wow, you know? Go out and be wow. I'm always wow. I wear sparkly things. I don't care what people think of me. I do what I want. I went to a book signing the other night. I had this silver, gorgeous, sparkly shawl on, and I must have gotten 50 compliments from women. They're like, I wish I could wear that. I said, you could wear it. You're just afraid of people judging you because you want to be sparkly. If you're a sparkle girl, be sparkly. If you're a grungy yoga girl, be a yoga girl. It doesn't matter. Just be you. Be yourself. Put yourself out there, but put your heart, turn your heart on before you go out. Get a heart on, not a heart. Get, <laughs> that's one of my Renee-isms. Get a heart on. I like put your that. heart on, you know, and go out there and, and make it for yourself, you know. It's holidays. I'm having a holiday. When I came to Los Angeles, I knew one person. So I became the community connector in a city that's one of the loneliest cities in the world. And I became that because I love to put people together. That is my job, and I've done it for thousands and thousands of people. Everywhere I go, even the other night at the book signing, a woman walked up to me, and she said, you introduced my ex-husband to his new wife at one of your events. And I said, are you mad at me? And she goes, no, I, I didn't want him anymore. Good luck for her. You know? So I'm saying love can happen at any time, anywhere you are, but you got to be open to it. And right behind me is a tree of life, right? Mm -hmm. Don't let your family lineage and their bullshit that they passed on to you stop you like it almost stopped me. And I went back and in my book I talk about healing all of this stuff so that you can move on and be fun. Have fun. I'm in my 50s now. I don't think of me. I say how I feel and I am what I am, like Popeye, right? I am what I am. Yeah, you probably don't even know who Popeye I is. Who Popeye is. <laughs> so what it is is be who you are, know who you are, have joy in your heart, and magnetize love by doing sacred rituals. And so all of these are parts of different programs that I have, and okay. I teach all this stuff. But it's a lifelong thing. That's why this gentleman here is starting an academy because you got to learn. And then once you get married, you got to learn again and you got to keep learning and keep growing. So, let, so, so there you go. There's, there's a lot there. So we're being sparkly. We're having fun. We're being you. We're getting our hard on. We're being kind to men. Um, and we're magnetizing men. So then what can you give us a few tips on the kind of creative dates that women should do that can actually have a chance to create a genuine connection rather than it just be a one-off thing or a fun thing? I should thing tell you creative dates usually men make the dates, you know, the first date usually the guy sets it up and you meet somewhere everybody right now is going on you know there's tinder and there's match and there's all these you got to realize these guys go out they have to pay for the first date normally i always say go out on shorter first dates meet in a mutual place where you can have a light conversation and then see where it goes i i never put too much energy into i always hoped you know well if this works out great and if it doesn't i'm going to have a good time i always left the person with a positive feeling whether I felt the connection or not. 
Um, but I say once you go out, like if you meet a guy and you like him and then he takes you out twice, then the third time you say, well, let's, you know, let's have a, a walk and go see the Christmas lighting and then I'll make a soup or, you know, get the woman to activate something fun by listening to what the guy likes. If he's a football fan and he's into the Eagles right now and he wants the playoffs, you know, say, let's go watch the game because you've heard him that he likes that, you know. So, you know, when I met my husband, he came, he, he my husband and I were 3,000 miles apart. So we had to do special things like that in the beginning of our courtship to see if we were really aligned. So we went to, we walked on the beach, we went for walks we went for park uh, picnics in the park so that we could have time to be together. We rode bikes and did fun things. I, I had a birthday party and he got to meet my friends. So it's like a, it's a, a pacing uh, of, of listening, hearing, looking at their profiles when you meet them, and then building a relationship through fun activities that you something fun to do all the time, museums, and there's all sorts of free things you can do too. You know, you don't have to always spend a lot of money to go on dates. Mm -hmm. I even wrote a whole blog about it somewhere, like the 10 top dates to go when you don't have any money. And even gifts for the holidays. It's always a weird time when you meet people over the holidays because you're not really sure whether you're going to be hanging out with them over the holidays and then you don't want to have to buy them gifts. That's a whole other conversation. Where can people find you on the web? People can find me at getrealaboutlove.com, which then leads them to me, which is Renee Piani. So it's getrealaboutlove.com or Renee, R-E-N-E-E-P-I-A-N-E.com. And I do have these specials with people all over the world where they can contact me uh, for a 90-minute evaluation so I can see where you're at and what you need to do, which includes my book. So um, I do that a lot, and they'd have to schedule that with me. And also, I work with people internationally uh, over Skype. I helped one man. If you go to my radio show, I have a radio show on iTunes called uh, Love Mechanics Get Real About Love. And there's a show um, on there about single moms uh, that I just did with a wonderful singles moms coach and also a man from Algeria who came to me suicidal, who ended up finding love over time. And it's an amazing, amazing story. So my goal is just to inspire all of you and thank you for allowing me to share some of my wisdom um, because life is so short and you want to make sure that every moment that you're enjoying your life, whether you're single or not, and have fun and be that kind of magnetic force that people want to know who you are. And it takes practice and vision and daily self-rituals to care for yourself. And then when you go out, you're wearing things that are pretty and colors that make you look beautiful. And I help people all over the world do that over the phone even. Even men, I take them shopping. This guy in Algeria, I, I got him all new clothes, all new apartment, all new furniture, all over the Internet. So now we're all connected. There's no excuses for not finding love, but you have to do the inner reflection that it takes so that you can find real love. Bless you. You look like an angel. This man looks like a... Um, he kind of looks like a, a, I don't know, a very deep spiritual man. So thank you for this opportunity, and I hope that we'll be able to stay connected.